to The Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I'm joined today by Ashley O. Hello. Hi. Chelsea Stark. Hello. And subbing in for Allegra Frank was at GDC, we have Jenna Stever. And so this is your first time on the show. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here. How do you feel to be on YouTube, which is generally your home because you work at Polygon on the video team? Uh, It's kind of a relief to not be playing a game while talking, but I feel weird about my hands not having a thing to be hitting. If you want, you can just like fiddle with something during the show. Don't do that. I'm Okay, we'll start the show off with a lightning round. So let's get some questions up for me on that screen. This is from Super Clemmy. Which video game world needs a Parks and Rec style show focusing on its NPCs? Okay. I mean, hit me. Oh, uh, it's very question. hard, right? Yeah. See, okay. See, now you're oh. not playing a game, but you have to think even harder oh, than you do during a Let's Play. So yeah, that's true. Welcome to hell. Uh, personally, I think yeah. the best would be Assassin's Creed. Just like a bunch of people in the square, just like this dude. I, he just started climbing the church wall. He jumped into a bale of hay, and then he, <laughs> I think he slit someone's throat, and then he sat down and, you know, uh, I, yeah, I want, I see all those stupid things. I want the show from the perspective of like the shopkeeper or the, or the the guard who is like hmm. watching this assassin like. Sneaking over and over again to try to open a chest that a locked chest, and it's just like I see you, and then he runs away, and then he comes back five minutes later. It's like, dude, come on! Like you were, you yeah, were the, just the, here. The, like, what's the up dudes, with that? The dudes, like, who are on the roofs? The roof, the roofs, roofs, roofs. roofs, roofs. See, that's a good instinct. My first instinct roofs. was to go for a game that's already a little wacky because Parks and Rec is a little wacky. But I think the <gasps> doubling down on the grim dark is good. So I feel like a Skyrim, but yeah. where there's huh. a group of. Like yeah, the white red lovable dweebs. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Chelsea, do you have any suggestions? I do. Um, I was thinking about Undertale because those yeah. NPCs are so. I mean, it is kind of dark and and interesting, but yeah, those NPCs are so charming, and you just want to like see what happens with Sans. This is my reminder. Again, I had a notification on my phone for like two weeks reminding me to buy Undertale on PS4. Mm. And then I eventually guilted myself into feeling like I shouldn't spend money and didn't buy Undertale on PS4. So I still haven't played Undertale, which is my own fault. But you're going to love that game. I know. (laughs) And then I'll be able to understand your point about it being good for NPCs. Jenna, did you have what was your first suggestion again? I forgot. Um, I didn't, I didn't say it because I was trying to think of the name of it. And all I could think of was the band Animal Collective. Mm, Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing is what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, again, but Animal Crossing already has sort of that Parks and Rec feel. I just want an Animal Collective Crossing game. What is yeah. that? Where they were the members of <laughs> an Animal, Animal Crossing Co- game. Well, well, the members of Animal Collective are just kind of hanging out, oh. and you get to visit them and hang out with them and like make pizza for them or something. I feel like an Animal Crossing NPC game would just be you doing nothing, and then somebody like gives you exorbitant gifts. You're right. This would be a great game. <laughs> somebody comes in and decorates your house, and then you <laughs> give them like a flower, and they move on. Yeah. Okay, that cool. Great. Wow, we spent like ages on this question. Next question. This is from Sukurimi. Coming off the Sea of Thieves launch, if you guys were pirate captains, what would your pirate names be? What would your ships be named? Arr. This is the most... Uh, they asked me this actually when I was streaming it for five hours yesterday. Uh, and I, again, just like completely blanked out. It, like I... I <laughs> I often blank out when I'm asked to name things spontaneously, and I've never been more blank than when I was asked to name a pirate ship. Who has a good pirate ship well, name? This is your pirate name, your personal pirate My personal pirate moniker. name? Yeah. <laughs> well, aren't, aren't well, pirate names about some attribute of yourself? Yeah. And Screaming an Simone! Oh, go. yeah. Like, God. You could be the sea banshee or something. Oh, that's so cool. The sea banshee. That. That's, that's, really your good. that's your ship. That's your ship. Screaming Chelsea, Simone. Screaming so Simone in this. Uh, yes. Wow. Chelsea, that's so. Chelsea, do all of ours. I can't do Chel- all. Yeah, Chelsea, yeah, do, do, like, do the rest it's of us. It's lightning round, Chelsea. Go <laughs> quick. Yes. This is horrible. This is torture. Uh, I can't think of anyone. Uh, Ashley is furious. Oh, yeah. And hungry. <laughs> Frangry. Frangry? Wait, no. Frangry. <laughs> that's not right at all. Looking out spendily. It's going really well. Um, well, I think it's like yeah, sea, some like the 
sea banshee or sea witch. So would you have like a, it would have to start with an adjective? Yes. Like yeah. Scream and Simone. I think that's a good starting point. So furious. Yes. I think Ca- I want your ship. Captain to Furious Ashley. Furiosa is an actual character. Oh, though. yeah. Yeah. Maybe Furious Overboard. Sounds like a new show. It does. <laughs> yes. I want your ship to be named after a piece of food. A flying calendar pie. What? <laughs> Not like the Marie calendar pie? Pot, flying pot pie. Flying cheese. Flying. What about Dutch the Royal cheese? Crunchwrap Navy? It's no, so long. The well, pie, I think pirate. The, I think ship names can be that's long. True. Yeah, that's what that's, our it's, boat it's, names. Because <laughs> it's always like USS or SS or yeah, but HMS. not for pirates. They're not part of the government. Weren't the pirates of Penzance part of the government? That was like some, okay, they're, they're not were, real pirates. Some I, pirates were technically part of the government, like were the they Queen Elizabeth. Though, yeah, those were not pirates. Oh. I, I, I thought of one yes. for my ship because yes. I just misheard you. Oh, the Queen of Tears. The Queen oh, of Tears. Oh, that's, that's so, so good. good. Okay, Jenna, good. what are things that you care about slash attributes <sighs> of your personality or physical form? Uh, that are pirate related? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, I want to, I want to, I like Sea Witch, but that, I want, can we put a Jenna twist on that? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Um, maybe the um, Sea You Witch. Oh, I like that. I like that. Chelsea, mm-hmm. you didn't do yours. I didn't do mine because it's harder yeah. to do your own name. That's true. It, it is. is a lot harder. SS Vegas. Okay, my cat. <laughs> just my cat. Yeah. There's no water in Vegas. <laughs> no, but it's her cat. The cat's name is Vegas. And her cat her, is probably 70% water, just like any other living government. creature. It's USS Vegas. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay, so Chelsea, like the, what would your pirate name yeah. be? Yeah, that's true. Chelsea might not be a pirate. She might be a pirate hunter. Are you sure my pirate name isn't Pinkbeard? Oh. <gasps> it's very good. Honestly, just get out. <laughs> one note, final note. I looked up a, a list of famous pirate ships, and one of them is named Fancy. Fancy! So I don't even know why we're even trying, because there's no fucking there point. There's a ship named I would, Fancy. Can I just name it, like, the Frosty Martini or something? Ooh, like, yeah. just whatever. Yeah. Go with <laughs> Pink Beard of Pirate of my a- boat, the mimosa and brunch on a yeah. Sunday. It's oh, around whatever. PM, Any adjective honest. you want. Mimosa would be you a good as a name pirate, pirate is just ship. a big brunch party. <laughs> pirate brunch. Did you know, toot toot history fact, there used to be a gay bar in Greenwich Village in the 19, I think, 10s that was pirate themed. Oh, yes. amazing. What was it called? Peop- I don't remember what it was called, but people would dress up like pirates and go to the gay bar. It's fantastic. I mean, anyway. that's a sailor In the 1910s? Dunk. Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. I love New York. Next question. Oh, it was called the Pirate's Den. That's what it was called. Okay. Obvious name. A little boring. But okay. uh, <laughs> they could have done better, to be honest. But it's the 1910s. What could you expect? Yeah. This is from Gator Lolly Later. What really would be the most ambitious crossover event in history? Okay. So this question, which Ross provided me with backstory for, is based on <laughs> Disney saying that Infinity War is the biggest crossover in history. And Twitter has been offering alternative crossovers such as Space Jam, for example, uh, <laughs> the Jetsons and the Flintstones, and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Power Rangers. I, did, I wanted to call them like Space Wars. For no! <laughs> space Wars. Space Wars. The Space Wars that we all know and love. Um, so what would be the most ambitious crossover event in history, actually? Okay. Yes. We've got a classic rivalry. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've actually, although I gotta wish Susanna were here to confirm this. I think Marvel and DC, <gasps> if you could actually get them to cross over legitimately, that would be something. Ooh. Maybe not something good, but it would be something. Yes. But Batman can finally face Iron Man in some kind of like I, rich billionaire with a complex. So they did I, do. I like that I said rich <gasps> billionaire. A limited series crossover <laughs> in 1996. Okay. But that probably is the most ambitious crossover event in history. Although, if they could negotiate that with for the movies rather yeah, was, than the comic books with mm-hmm. all those actors, mm-hmm. the it, movies it would yeah. be the most expensive. Those projects. poor Marvel actors just roped in again. <laughs> roped in with all fifteen anymore. What if we got every person who played Batman? Mm. Oh, 
is an all Batman crossover. I would love that. That, that would be, be amazing. amazing. Old as ass Lego Michael Batman's Keaton. There. Michael yeah. Keaton. Yes. Lego Val ba- Kilmer. Val Kilmer. George Clooney. George Clooney. What the fuck? Yeah, Christian yeah, wait. Bale. Who is the, the Ben Affleck? Who is the wonderful voice actor who plays Batman in Kevin the Kevin Conroy. Yes, Kevin Conroy. All the way here from Kevin Conroy. All of yes, me. he is the best Batman. Yeah, but yes. That's good. Wait, what was the original? Oh. Adam West. Adam West. Oh, my God. R.I.P. No, no, oh, I love Adam West so much. Bring him back. <laughs> Adam West skeleton. It's the most ambitious crossover event in We're history. Gonna Why are we not practicing necromancy to make it possible? Physics can't stop us. No. I think my most ambitious crossover event would be the Polygon show and the Beatles. Again. <laughs> Again. Again. For a second time. Next question. This is from Syntactician24. I'm doing this thing now where if I see a name that's long and confusing to me, I slow down and I think about it before I say it out loud. Uh, you are an anamorph. What is the best animal to morph into? Oh, okay. So this is tough because the wording is what is the best animal, not like your favorite animal or like a cool animal you would be. Just in your opinion, the best animal to morph. I mean, what is what is the aspect? of yourself of your future anamorph that you want to be the best at and that's like or what do you think would be the best animal to be yeah like I, what I, I what do you like want to inhabit because like i wouldn't say this but if it's like the best animal to be i would totally be a falcon mm. oh. that's fucking awesome it's a pretty dope i feel place. like birds are fragile yes but like their hawks and falcons are not fragile and they well they do still happen. have hollow bones yeah. yeah hollow bone syndrome also they had they live dangerous wild lives they nope. have talons and they fly really high and they have really good eyesight they have what to hunt you? for food okay okay what animal doesn't need to hunt for food except for like a domesticated cat yeah i mean it There's would be go, a great go. choice there is Fuck. your oh, very good choice who would not choose I that i played myself <laughs> every, every fucking day i look at Crunchwrap. i was like i want your life you little bastard he's snoozing sleep for 20 hours a day food brought to you in ridiculous amounts probably too much because nobody knows really how much to feed a cat do nothing if anyone asks you to do something, you yell at them. Yeah. It's a good life. And then you get to poke, you know, your owner in the face while they sleep. And they think it's cute sometimes. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I kind of do love that you. to him. So, <laughs> so you're basically that's, halfway there. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's the trade-off, the unfortunate trade-off. Yeah. The best animal. I'm going to recuse myself because I have a, an Animorphs <gasps> podcast called Fandalites. Ooh. And we've talked about this a lot. Ooh. Did you in, come in on here guys? to plug your show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, did not, I did not request this tweet. I, I recuse myself, but cat is probably the answer. Or a younger human to relive all your mistakes. Oh, no. Wait, a younger, That's like, terrible. A, younger a younger, more yourself? perfect human. Or just, like, another body. Just another body? Or a younger version of yourself. No. I don't know if that would really work. Oh, no. That's the most <laughs> ambitious crossover in history. Chelsea, what would you do? But what if I want to, I mean, like, all animals have to hunt for food. What's, Everything like that. What is so bad about hunting? Why are you so against No, it's so dangerous. It was just like Simone got me into this idea where all animals are still vulnerable to climate change. That's now true. I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. You can't stop thinking about climate change. So my change, answer is clearly climate change. <laughs> so, I would be the planet. All right. Uh, let's have one more lightning round question and then we'll move on to what we're playing. This is from Oracle of Secrets. What games are you glad you stuck with when you had a hard time getting into it at first? Oh, Mass Effect. The first Mass Effect, actually. Because, mm. like, I, I've talked about it on the show before, but that was one of the first, like, action shooters I played besides Bioshock, and I found it a lot harder than Bioshock, and, like, the beginning of it was agony for me. I died so many times just, like, in that first battle, uh, and it was really sad. Uh, but I stuck with it, and that series is great, and I love it. So I'm, I'm definitely glad that I, I challenged myself with that gameplay. Yeah. Ashley? Um, I had a hard time with The Last of Us when I first started it. Mm. It is a very difficult game, but I am very glad that I finished it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chelsea. Well, I feel like I've already talked about the Monster Hunter World like arc of my life. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah. I have a different answer, which is Street Fighter, a game that I was like, I thought I, I could not understand maybe the, the ways to get better at that game and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then I... I learned how to use a fight stick and and powered through, and I'm okay now. Yay! Yeah. What about you, Jenna? See, you mentioned the one I was going to say, which is Bioshock. 
which even though I liked the style of it, I wasn't crazy about the gameplay right off right mm-hmm. off the bat. And yeah. it took me a couple tries to really do it. And everybody was like, you have to play Bioshock. You have to play Bioshock. And they were right. But I'll never admit it. So <laughs> you just never speak to those people again. Nope. Which is yet another way that games have destroyed lives. Yeah. yeah. But it was good. Uh, I will mention now that we're done with our first lightning round, we are going to do the newlywed show for our after game or the newlywed game for our after show. I don't know what I'm talking about. So if you have newlywed questions that you want us to answer in the Twitter after show, you can tweet them to hashtag Polygon show as you can with the lightning round questions. And you can um, differentiate maybe in the tweet if it's a lightning round question or a newlywed game question. And now let's talk about what we're playing this week. I had new games that I played, except that I played an old game, and that game is Pyre, which so many people, specifically Clayton Ashley, told me to play uh, like around Game of the Year season last year. It's um, the new game from Supermassive Games, who made Bastion and Transistor. Supergiant Games. Supergiant. I always do this. There's too many super black holes because of that song. <laughs> Damn but also you, there is, But there also is a Supermassive Games, which is a different oh, studio. No. Yeah. Oh, no. So it's That's from Super so Giant. wrong. Yeah, it's very confusing. Oh, my God. Well, okay. Thanks, Super Giant, for having a good name <laughs> that I love. Uh, you make wonderful games. They seriously, they, they're like three for three on their games right now for me. So they made Bastion and Transistor, both of which um, have very... They're both isometric games with very interesting, unique gameplay and then beautiful music, art, and narrative on top of that. So I was like, okay, it's the whole package. And then Pyre, uh, Clayton pitched to me as, this is magic basketball. And I was like, okay, I can get behind that. But for some reason, I never watched a trailer for it. I just kind of accepted this and was like, I'm sure it's good. I don't have time. I should have made time. Everyone should make time um, and watch a trailer because it will immediately sell you. So the art is the art and the character design are just glorious and fantastical and so different from any other. Like it's not stereotypical fantasy. It's very unique and very beautiful and intricate and folklore almost. The music is gorgeous. It's by Darren Korb, who does all the music for Super Giants games. Mm-hmm. Um, and the magic basketball is so cool. So you have three uh, three players on the board, and you can only move one at once. So you move one, and you'll switch back and forth, and you can pass the ball uh, from, from character to character. And you play against another three-person team who has the same rule set as you. And there are different character types, like some are heavier some are smaller and faster etc and it's so fast and so stressful like I was playing against my friend this weekend and I I had to stop at some point because I was just like this is I'm getting too worked up about this like it is too strenuous but the general like the basic concept of it is pretty easy to pick up so I fucking loved it dudes it's really good it's like a good game it's a good beautiful game with good characters that I want to kiss but they're not romanceable I went off the rails there at the end, but that was it's a, a good game. Yeah. Isn't there like a very interesting reason that they're all playing magic basketball too? They are trying to get out of purgatory. Oh, oh that's so not quite Space Jam. Their souls are in the ball. It's great. They're trying to cleanse their sins in the fire to get out of hell. That's fine. It's so good. That's really crazy. You look like you're pondering. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. I it just it's weird because when I read about it, it just referred to it as like, oh, you're exiled from the Commonwealth, mm-hmm. like similar to kind of. I was thinking like Horizon Zero Dawn, like exiled, like you're not allowed to. But maybe you can go back. But nope, it you no. you said it, they're in purgatory, so it's way more purgatory esque, and like everyone has committed uh, a crime of some sort or something. What's your crime? Um, I don't actually at the point that I got to in the the campaign, I don't actually remember what my crime is oh, Wait, you don't like, remember your character doesn't remember i as a person okay. don't remember Simone. if it was revealed yet or not i was really focused on like the first character you meet who is super nice and good looking and good at <laughs> magic basketball and i you was like kiss them. what's his crime <laughs> tell me about your crime headwind and now i know what his crime is and i'm more in love with him than ever what's his crime is it a spoiler i want to know I, I kind of don't want to say because it's very good it's a good crime 
Okay. But I will Good say, crime. if you've read Spectred Isle by K.J. Charles, which is a paranormal 1920s uh, gay romance murder mystery, kind of, uh, it's the same crime that's in that book. And it's a really good book. Oh, of uh, course. Yes. yes that, book <laughs> that book that they Naturally. made us all read in ninth grade English. You've either two spoiled people. nothing or two things. <laughs> two people in the audience are like, oh, okay, okay. I'm going to have to take off my scarf. I'm getting hot. All right. <laughs> Just throw it behind you. <laughs> Let's talk about Fortnite. Jenna, you and I played Fortnite this week, but you've actually been playing for a while. A right? little bit. I mean, relative, relatively while, yes. Yeah. Uh, We're all feeling a ton of guilt at Polygon because we've been kind of looking at Fortnite and going, everyone loves that. Who plays it? Someone's going to play it eventually. And then we're like, no, we really, really got to play it now. It's fucking popular and it's a good game. So you yes. jumped on that train. Yeah, I'm not huge into, I wasn't huge into Battle Royale before PUBG, mm -hmm. but I really liked PUBG. And I like Fortnite even more because it has that sort of, uh, cartoony, really lush art mm -hmm. style that really makes it feel like I just want to take a bite out of the scenery. It's so beautiful. It's and World of Warcrafty. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and and PUBG has uh, I think some gameplay things that are better than Fortnite, but Fortnite is just so fun to look at. So I don't even mind when somebody's popping me with a giant weird cartoon gun. There's something sort of Who Framed Roger Rabbit-y about it that I really, really appeals to me. I'm so much less stressed uh, when we play Fortnite compared to PUBG. Like anyone who's watched Awful Squad knows, if I get shot in Awful Squad, my or in yes, in in PUBG, my first reaction is to scream as if I've just been jump scared in a horror movie because I am genuinely frightened. Like I don't see people coming the, everything is like the same color as the environment i like i have a lot of trouble parsing that game visually and so when somebody shoots me it's like this is the most horrifying <laughs> thing that's ever happened and then in fortnite i'm kind i i'm so even when i do get like surprised and killed it's like ah okay that's cool i'll watch them play for a while this is fun oh look at their clever building tactics <laughs> why can't i do that oh you know what though the replay mode the way it, it switches you between people once you've mm -hmm. been killed in Fortnite is so smart because yes. it's like, one, I think you get to see, you just see people who are better like kind of instantly and you can yeah. kind of start to see what they're doing. And it's just also like, it it's almost like a weird thing, like a weird piece of fiction where you're transitioned between one person who kills another, who kills another, who kills another. <laughs> your spirit is passed on. I know your spirit's <laughs> passed on. It's, uh, but I like, really like that because you, you're not i mean yeah you could go back to the lobby but i liked being able to be like mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna see what other people are doing see where how this this story ends and also like <laughs> hopefully learn something about how to get builder yeah, yeah. And for, for me because i i don't have as much knowledge about like when is the right time to build yet and i'm not very good at building yet it it's been like combining watching let's plays with mm -hmm. actually playing so i get killed and then i'm like all right so let's settle in to learn. I'm going to see what this fucker does. Yeah. And, like, and in PUBG, yeah. it's sort of like if somebody shoots you, their next plan is to shoot somebody else. So there's, I think there's less variety. But yeah. I, I like that in Fortnite. Yeah, you're going to see them like make some sort of weird hovel that they'll <laughs> duck down in. Mm -hmm. And I think that I think that's a, light, uh, a lot. There's a lot more variety in the gameplay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I, I don't think I can make a, a judgment on liking one better and certainly not on saying which one is better because i i do think that there is they're similar and different you know it's like yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the tone is so different it's hard to really pick and you don't have to is the good news yay, yay. and one of them is free and the other one everyone plays um i mean everyone plays both of them do you do you have anything else to add finally about Fortnite? No, it's good. What, Excellent. What do you what do you play on, Jenna? Like how do you play? Oh, PC. On PC? Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we did manage to get that crossplay going uh, yeah. with me on PS4 and Jenna oh. PC. Oh, I keep forgetting. Yeah. Yes. It worked awesome. pretty well. It did work really well. It was a the it confused me, but I buckled down and I got through those instructions. Oh, oh. and I I I have friends now on my Epic account. Um, do we have an explainer on how to do that on Polygon? Because I I used a different website as a source for that, and I felt guilty. Oh, signing that out right now with sorry, the Polygon right. <laughs> Log into newsroom. Drop it in there. <laughs> Allegra, I know you're at GDC right now, but if you're listening to this, I really need you to hit this. Okay, uh, Ashley, you have been playing the Uncharted series mm -hmm. from the beginning. From the beginning, I've only played the third one, 
up until like the last almost like mm-hmm. the last boss and then um I dropped off because like I never finish games. I don't know why. They're not made to be um, finished. And also just like, yeah, I think I've talked about how like, I don't know, I get like weirdly anxious about finishing it and then I don't want to and then I never, it doesn't matter. A lot of us so get weirdly tried, anxious about finishing. So I tried, yeah. not again. Finishing <laughs> games. Games. Yes. That's Keep it in I the said. game realm. Um, so I have, I think I actually borrowed the Office's copy of the Uncharted Collection. Um, and a lot of people are like, you don't need to play them all in order. Like you can skip the first one or like just start with the second one. But uh, like the shitty fucking completionist I am, I'm like, no, I will start from the first one. They're like, okay, but it's not that great. I'm like, okay. And I started it. I'm like, this is okay, I guess. I, people say the first Mass Effect isn't that great. And you know um, what? It's fine. I don't know. It, it, it's weird because I think like over time, your opinion changes. Like, I, I mean, this is a way more extreme comparison, but like, it's like looking back at the first Harry Potter, you're like, damn, this movie's bad. <laughs> yeah. I can't like, so if I rewatch the Harry Potter movies, I do not watch the first two. Mm-mm. Even the third is a bit of a stretch. The first two books are pretty bad too. Though. Oh like, yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so I don't know if like, it's sort of the same thing with Uncharted where like, if you revisit the first one after you have played it previously, if it's like, God, this is really excruciating. For me, it's like, this looks like a very basic kind of skeleton of what I saw with three, which is just like, it's a very cinematic game. You know, it's, it's weird because like, there's just beautiful cinematics and walking and like cool camera angles and like all of this, like long cutscene stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh wait, here's 18 people. You know, you got to kill all of them. Also, you can't really stealth. So everyone's just going to shoot at you for 15 minutes and you have like two guns. You got two guns. It just goes from like being peaceful, peaceful, peaceful to just like being shot at. I don't know where to go. I think it's funny because I think I, I tried to do the same thing last year and I was like, I have the Uncharted collection and I will start from the beginning. And I think I probably got as far as you, which is like six hours in. And then another game appeared and I was like, oh, Something yeah. shiny. Please <laughs> take me away from here. I, I think like at a certain point on Saturday, last Saturday, I was like, oh no, I can't just no more of this. I can't do this anymore. I don't know if this is a good game. But then I went to my uh I went to save and I was like, well, you have been playing for five hours and 45 <laughs> minutes straight. So maybe that's why you're frustrated. Yeah, and uh, you may be a lot farther it. than you realize. Yeah. Oh yeah. How long is the first one? I don't think it's that I don't think Uncharted games are that long. Oh really? No. no, I found I enjoyed the Uncharted games a lot more when I stopped trying to get everything and see yeah, everything. Ashley, how's that going? So I can't tell, right? When you pick up some <laughs> treasures, it's like collected treasure like two out of 20 or whatever. I'm like, okay, but is this number two out of 20 or is this just the second out of 20 that I've gotten? Is this not actually number two? Does or it, are, it doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't up. matter. Give so, up on so, the so it's, so it's not matter. like you get like no. one and the, one out of 20 and then you pick up like another thing. It's like, oh, five out of 20. And you're like, oh, I missed the other four. Is it like that or is it just, it just counts it as you get it? Because I think not, it just counts it no. as you get it. That's why oh, you have to give no. up. And also these collectibles Surrender. are so stupid. Yes, the yeah. collectibles. They're, they're just like, look at this silver monkey. Okay, no, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> look at this silver. Look at this dirty ba- hinge. Earn. Uh, <laughs> Earn. Coin. And you're like, oh, I can't sell it. I can't make it's money. It's an artifact, Ashley. It's an antique. Well, that you're supposed to give it to a museum and, and, and then get money. I, I don't understand. What, why isn't he <laughs> I gotta treasure say hunting? That, yeah, the, treasure hunting. The Naughty Dog games had not necessarily always had good collectibles because the ones in Last of Us, weren't they like comics and stuff like that? Like artifacts from the past? They were kind of like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they add much. Sometimes collectibles add things. I don't think they but do. Name so a it's, time. It's just a like I, a trophy you in get? the Batman Arkham Asylum games. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Let that. Those go. are all very satisfying. Don't talk to me about Riddler trophies. Too stressful. I just. I don't. I don't. I'm like. Oh. Okay. No, I just want to have no. a whole show about Let's Riddler trophies. Let's not talk <laughs> about. Yeah. Riddler. I could talk about. Let's not talk about. Talk about Riddler We're moving on from Riddler trophies. <laughs> no, I'm really hey. interested to hear what. I'm gonna like rip my I eyeball don't out. I, there, I, I'm thinking of a very specific. There's just no way. There's no way. <laughs> there is a way. I like I saw it. I read it online, and I was like, no, I'm. That's <laughs> not gonna happen. No one can. No, I'm not. But doing it, see, it. that was when you were able to surrender. Why can't you surrender other times? What do you mean surrender? Just give, give up, up on and, the collectibles. Yeah, and not worry. Then why even have them? For people with more free <laughs> time than a busy adult. Yeah, it's not your fault that they're there. Whose fault? The devs' fault? The devs' fault. They're for people that want fault? way more. They're like, 
we didn't want to add a lot more length to this game. We just wanted to add things that make you think you have more For value. For people who are obsessed with the game, they can go back. And if you're not obsessed with the game, you don't need those silver spoons. I silver need spoons. the silver amulet. We need the silver monkey. No, we need don't. the silver I dirty did like badge. The, I did like the monkey, and I was happy about that. And then after, everything else was so disappointing. I was like, this fucking sucks. And then the next time, there was like a little kind of twinkle in the corner. I was like, ooh, a collectible. <laughs> and then I picked it up, and I was like, I wonder how many I got. I don't want to look because I probably missed like six. All right. Wait, wait, let's talk about something a little happier. What about how do you feel about Super Mario Odyssey moons or finding secrets in a game like Kirby? So moons are, are different because they always have sort of different challenges involved and you get mm-hmm. sort of this sense of, yeah, like, you know, pride and accomplishment. But, you know, for this, like, you found a dirty spoon in a corner and I'm mad that I didn't <laughs> find it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what? I think there's a difference there of like ex- exploration, knowing how to find secrets. I know, but I like that so much. Yeah. It's bad. It's just that I, the- I don't want that quality about me. You know, every time they're like, especially for Wolfenstein, when they're like, did you collect all the art cards on this one? And they, they tell you exactly how many are, are in each level. So like sometimes you'll have to like, I think, loop back to it or go back to it a second time to make sure that thing is there. But so I'm there for the first time and I'm not going through with the main story. I'm just like <laughs> running in the corner like, where is it? Where is it? Where's that fucking card that I'm not going to do anything with? <laughs> that seems like immersion breaking yeah i think someone should make a career for being like a games therapist i have so many issues (laughs) honestly i want the show to be that for you yeah yeah let it out (laughs) write it down write it down in your game journal put it on the site (laughs) any final thoughts about uh uncharted no this episode of the polygon show is brought to you by wink chelsea yes let me give you a very important task. So I'm going to send you out into the world and you're going to find a wine that you're going to love. Are you sure I'm ready for this? Oh, you're ready for this. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. I'm holding your hand. We're going to go find a wine you love, but it has to be a wine that you've never had before. What do you do? I just, I literally go into the, the wine store and I'm like, that label looks fine. I want it. You don't know anything about wine. Let That's me true. help you. Let me help you. I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to tell you about Wink, spelled W-I-N-C. Wink makes it easy to discover great wine because their wine experts select wines matched to your taste, personalized for you, shipped right to your door, starting at just $13 a bottle. Whoa. So that whole that whole hand-holding trip to the wine store thing that we did where we were freaking out and we didn't know anything, we stripped from the universe we Are never you did saying we don't get to have that wonderful bonding experience well we're gonna go to like wink's website and have the bonding experience there so that'll, that'll be what we do instead so there's nothing like coming home to a box of delicious wink wine selected just for you it could be the best day of your month when you arrive and you find that the wine has arrived too. So you start by filling out Wink's palette profile quiz, answering simple questions that get translated into a recommendation just for you. So these questions might be like, how do you take your coffee? How do you take your coffee? Ooh, black. Okay. And uh, how do you feel about blueberries? I love them. That, see, I'm not an algorithm, but, but, but Wink knows things. They'll send you wines curated to your tastes, and the more wines that you rate, that you try and then rate, the more personalized your monthly selections will be. So your taste in wine will become more and more refined, and you'll also start to know stuff about wine. Like, oh, I prefer the wines of, of South America or perhaps the Rhone Valley. But you'll say things like that. Are you saying no? Are you saying I could sound like an adult? Yes, I'm amazed. I'm ready. It's time. It's time for you to sound like an adult. Each month, there are new delicious wines, like the incredibly popular Summer Water Rosé, which actually sounds incredibly appetizing, and my mouth is watering. My mouth is summer watering as I read it. There are no membership fees. You can skip any month and cancel any time. Shipping is covered, and if you don't like a bottle that they send you, they'll replace it with a bottle that you'll love. That's so much nicer than me smashing it on the floor. That is, a, yeah, stop doing that. Oh, oh my God, I'm Chelsea. I'm sorry for the mess. God, I'm so glad that we are having this talk right now. You can discover great wine today. Go to trywink.com slash polygon and you'll get $20 off your first shipment. 
That is T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com slash Polygon for $20 off. Trywink.com slash Polygon and find the wine of your dreams. All right, Chelsea, let's have a bonding experience. I'm ready. This episode of the Polygon Show is also brought to you by Mattress Firm. Chelsea, let's talk again about all that sleep that you need to get. It's been a it's been a rough week. I have no sleep. You have a really important job. You need to be getting sleep. Yeah. Lots of people keep telling me that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be one of them, but you know what? I'm gonna help you out here. This is how you can zonk out more easily. It's Mattress Firm. America's neighborhood mattress store, which lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. Magical. Do you know what they are? No, tell me, Simone, what are they? More than mattress experts. They're more than mattress experts. What do they have? What do they have, Simone? The whole package. That helps you transform your mattress into a bed. From adjustable bases and sheets to headboards and bedroom and decor. They have you covered. Literally. And figuratively. Yay! High five. Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now as I read the sentence to you. And they offer a 120-night sleep trial to ensure perfection and a 120-night low-price guarantee so you know you paid the perfect price. Once again, go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. That is M-A-T-T-R-E-S-S-F-I-R-M.com slash podcast to learn how your sleeping could be monumentally improved. All right, Chelsea, let's head on back to the Polygon show. Oh, yeah. Tell us about Castlevania. Oh, Netflix, Castlevania. Then. Yes, not the ga- So, hmm. interestingly enough, I've never played the games. I do really want to, but I think, like, I'm not sure which... There are many, and I'm not sure which so ports many. are out for... Symphony of the Night. Play that one. Yes. It's a good one. It's a very good one. Is, is that on PS4? No, it's on, but it's on a bunch PS3? of stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Anyway, so I started watching the show, despite not playing the game. I don't know if it was a stupid idea or not, but um, there are only, I think, like four or five... Yeah, it's like four episodes. Four episodes. Yeah. And so, like, just when it started to get interesting, I was like, oh, oh, and then <laughs> they were just like, oh, do you want to watch another series? I'm like, what? <laughs> What? You Is that just, what your Netflix is? You like? got me. <laughs> <laughs> I watch this other anime. It's, Why does it sound like my egg voice? I don't know. <laughs> it's you, actually, your voice. <laughs> Do you want to watch Attack on Titan? It's just Simone peeking up from behind your couch. Hey. Oh, Lord, that would happen. <laughs> um, I did a lot of VO oh. work for Netflix before I started at Polygon. <laughs> Have you guys played Castlevania? No. Before? Yeah. Okay, so uh, can I tell you about a really dumbass moment? I'm yes. sure this is like not really a spoiler. I mean, it happens at the fourth episode, but it was stupid. So the, so the Trevor Belmont guy goes underground with this other person and they find this coffin. They're like, oh shit, it's the sleeping soldier. He's going to fight Dracula and everything will be great. And then this coffin opens and Trevor's like, oh no, that's another vampire. This is bad. This is, we got to kill him. And the person's <laughs> like, no, he's like, no, we, ha- we got to kill him. Okay. And she's like, oh no. And he's like, well, I'm going to do it. And they start fighting for a while. And this guy comes out. He is very skinny. He's wearing like leather pants. He has long blonde hair. And I stupidly, <laughs> I was like, I don't know anything about Casamania. I was like, oh, I know that guy. It's Lestat. No! <laughs> <laughs> like, way too long after, he's like, blah, blah, blah. Alucard. Yeah. Dracula's son. And I was like, oh, that's oh. Anne Rice. <laughs> Lestat is, no, that's so great. I'm glad that you went there. No, I, but like, you were like, Tom Cruise, hello, no, I saw this, you. This entire fight where he has this long sword, I was like, yeah, Lestat. <laughs> Awesome! I love this. And he's like, I'm Alucard. I was like, oh shit! I'm in, I'm so glad I watched this alone. <laughs> when you were describing him, I, I made the same mental leap. I was like, that sounds like Lestat. Yeah, I was like, Lestat, yay! And then yeah, he said that. I was like, wow, I really got to play Whoops. these games. <laughs> but it's an anime. You don't have to play the games. You you can't. I mean, like the series took a tonal shift where the first games are all like just kind of going through a level like mm-hmm. NES style games mm-hmm. and then it takes a tonal shift to the Metroidvania style where you have to go back and forth as you get abilities to unlock oh. new areas. Are there any collectibles? Oh, stop. Shh. No. 
Uh, there's a lot. Of, you you're getting new weapons through the game, so those are oh no, but they're I'm, useful. Uh, I'm also oh. a weapon hoarder. Well, oh, Alucard is a good looking, right? <laughs> uh, I was like, sorry, that's a bad picture. I'm so stupid. I think he even it does out, look like I'm Lestat. pretty sure out Lestat. loud. I like Fair. left out from my mouth. Oh, it's Lestat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. anyway, anyway, but there's anyway. A, uh, I have only played Cynthia and I. What, I've only played Cynthia. Uh, Cynthia is the best night. one. Let's just make up names for it. Cynthia, yeah, and music of darkness. Actually, I was talking to Michael McWhorter about this, and he was making kind of making fun of me for not having played more. But I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just Cynthia really rude. good yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to another lightning round. Hit me. With lightning. This is from Legs Frank. <laughs> I don't know her though. Who is that? How she asks, how much do you miss Allegra right now? Okay, uh, this is a true lightning round. Ashley. Go. Oh, what a narcissistic question. Chelsea. Go. I heard she was like smelling poop in San Francisco, so she's fine. Oh, All she true. Jenna. Yeah, a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Allegra. All right, next question. Get her out of here. <gasps> This is from Gavin. We really do miss you, Allegra. We love you. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's getting probably sad about that. Um, our goofs. You guys all said you didn't want to be my friend last week on our That's Kirby's true. Friend. You know what? We, Allegra's an adult. She can deal with wait, our, wait, our wait, gentle wait. hazing. No, do you remember our Kirby stream and how she kept prematurely going through the oh. room without getting the collectibles? Yes. Yes. You know what? No, I don't miss her. I don't miss her. Let's play Kirby after this. <laughs> this is from Gemerus, Uh or Gemerus. Uh Big question. I love Pikachu a lot, but what other Pokemon do you think would make good detectives? This is a very important question, and I think that we should answer it purely based on how they would look wearing a deerstalker hat and smoking a pipe, because that is what all detectives look like, if I'm not wrong, and I'm not. Jenna. My first instinct doesn't look good in either of those things because he doesn't look good in anything, but it was Mr. Mime. Because just imagine oh, Mr. No. Mime, like... He would be good. <laughs> Miming out the crime yes. scenes. I love that. There is nothing wrong with what you said. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have a second one? Um, you, said ni- you said neither of them. My Oh, my second one was Ditto because Ditto looks good Aww. in anything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ditto would be so good at like interrogating witnesses. I don't. Would it be legal if? Okay. Wow. Big. We're gonna segue. Sorry. Yeah. Here's the question. So here's the road of the question. Here's the path that we're taking right now. Okay. Ditto can impersonate anyone. Is it legal for Ditto to gather evidence by impersonating the loved ones of a suspect? I don't see why not. In Pokemon Court, anything goes. Right. (laughs) Would it? Would it stand up in Phoenix Wright Court? I no no I think it would be illegal. Well, because if like say say would, would it be entrapment? Is that entrapment? It's entrapment. Yeah, that's probably entrapment. it. Would be entrapment, but if he's a private eye, he's not working within the law. That's true. If he's if he were a, a cop, that would be entrapment. If he's a private eye, he can get but whatever can't material. Can he be a detective working for the police department? Yes. Yeah. He can be. But is Pikachu a detective working? No. For I have the no idea. Department. Is there no. Pokemon police? I, I don't think he is. I think he's like a rogue detective. Oh. Yeah. He's rogue a private detective. eye. Okay. Mm. Okay. So Ditto working as a rogue private eye uh, for mm-hmm. his company, uh, the name of which uh, I'll just leave up to um the listener to decide um can impersonate people's loved ones to trick them into confessing to crimes and then bring those recordings to the police yeah okay yeah i'm glad we settled that i think it goes over the line when ditto impersonates the dead body mm, in order to traumatize and haunt the well, people the suspect mm-hmm. yeah i think that's <laughs> harassment yeah that's, that's over harassment. the line can ditto hire say a ghastly or a haunter to pretend to be the ghost of the dead person sure yes i think it's still harassment though i think that's harassment yeah that's yeah, they'd have to dress up like the per- you know they still look also like yeah i don't think i don't think gengars can are Aww. haunters gengar would be a good detective because he, he would look adorable <gasps> gengar, would be a, oh, gengar is very good, good at choice. everything i want to pet him so much but wouldn't he be made out of gas or like he's a ghost so type, am i right 
But anyway, I don't think ghastlies can change their shape. That was, but but, but like, what do ghosts look like in the Pokemon? Because these are ghost Pokemon. Oh, that's they don't a good look like point. specific. Oh my god, Pokemon. They're just ghosts. So they look like ghastlies, like a black ball with like the yeah. little. Yeah, th- that could be yeah. any anyone. Anyone could look like that when they die. What? So are you oh. suggesting ghastlies are human souls? Yes. Okay. Oh, no. My next okay. question is, Chelsea, what Pokemon do you think would be? I said, <laughs> yeah. I said Gengar. Gengar. Okay. He's so cute. Ashley, what about you? Uh, Growlithe would look so cute. Oh! oh! Yeah, that's like little detective cave. Oh, my God. Dog Pokemon. I can see this so clearly that I am certain it must exist. Yeah. And I'm very cute. looking it up as soon as I can type again. I t- here are two Pokemon that wouldn't look good mm-hmm. in deer soccer hats with pipes. Rapidash, weirdly, mm. I don't like that. No, mm. no, 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 no. She shouldn't. Also, well, she could light her own pipe, or could she? She could light Growlithe's no, pipe. No, she can't because her the fire is on her mane and her tail and, and her, her tail. Back. She could like yeah, do but, a little circle. Yeah, but does she she's gonna chase her tail with she a pipe in her mouth. <laughs> that would look very silly. <laughs> but horses Maybe. can horses can flip their tails around like a wide. She's going to burn like, her face. Maybe her forelock could go down to meet the pipe. Or the pipe. She could like she rested on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And like she I don't know. So first of all, I don't know how pipes work, but here's what I imagine <laughs> is Rapidash like flicking the the pipe substance into the air, lighting it on fire with her forelock that and then it falling work, into no. the pipe. No, that's so not- <laughs> Pipes work at all. You can have like a very compact <laughs> ball of tobacco. And Rapidash No, would but have you to can't vape. light it outside the. Well, I guess Why you not? could. You, I guess you could, but you'd have to pull immediately after. I'm sorry. Let's God's move rules on. don't apply here. Okay. Yeah, God's wow. rules? Which is the other Pokemon that you thought would oh, look really bad? Um, It was Ninetales, actually. Oh. Why? I think she'd need think she'd look good. You'd need one for each of the tails, the deerskin cap for each of the tails. That's that a lot of caps. Wait, complex really? And silly. Yeah, you a would have to for your ta- for each of the tails. Each It'd of be the tails. ten ten total deer skin caps on the tail tails. or on her head. On one on the head, and then one on each tail. I like that you called them deer skin caps right just now, which is not what <laughs> deer, deer. What are they called? Deer stalker. Deer stalker. I'm gonna deer have to Google that I didn't, too. I did not know that was I the name of these I didn't Let's uh, pull up the next question while <laughs> I do some googling. Oops. Googling of a lot of things. Uh, this is BSX Drayden. Can anyone stop Waluigi? Chelsea, stop him from stop like, him playing tennis or stop in general him. Mm. Oh. I don't think I can stop Waluigi. Anyone. He's too gangly. <laughs> True. Jenna, could anyone stop Waluigi? Um, I think if anyone could, it would be Wario, but I don't think anybody oh. can. That's I, true. Oh my god, yeah. I was gonna say no, but Wario maybe. I think he's the only one. He's garlic breath only, and farts. Only if he like <laughs> rolls into a ball and rolls down a hill and knocks Waluigi. Oh over yeah. Okay, yeah, so Wario. I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree too. Next okay. question. I'm doing a lot of physics on the show today. Uh, this is from Milzy Vidler. How do you guys feel about Night in the Woods? I wow. have a lot of emotional feelings about it, and I don't know where to put them, but Twitter.com. Sad face composed of T and two several underscores and another T. Hashtag Polygon show. Crying face. Well, Millie, I think you should tweet all of your emotions to us because directly to Ashley O. And I have a lot of feelings. Do you guys think Allegra played it yet? No, I fucking gifted that to her for (laughs) Christmas. You did. I I seem to remember. And I don't think she played it. I remember someone gifted you Assassin's Creed. I can't find it. Oh no! Yeah, I looked in my library and I was like, I should have Syndicate because Simone gifted it to me. I should play this, and it was just gone. I'm gonna find it in my purchase history, and I will. I'll, I'll make this work. Thank you for telling me here live on on YouTube and Twitter. <laughs> I like that we all, you guys all, like did your guilt gifting of like play this game. I'm forcing you to now. Literally, that's no the, excuses. It's the rule, right? Like if yeah. somebody gives you a game. Got to play it. Emmett Scout, who I gave a copy of Edith Finch to, mm-hmm. literally like. On Christmas Day. Mm. <sighs> Hasn't played it yet. Anyway, 
the actual question, Night in oh. the Woods. Uh, have you two played it? No. So I started no playing it really it to recently. Me. Actually, <laughs> go talk. I I only I haven't I'm only a couple hours in though, so I don't have overwhelming feels except for almost nauseating homesickness. I had to stop because mm. it was just mm. like it was it it captured too perfectly that feeling of going home and being like hey, friends, I've sort of outgrown and sort of not outgrown yeah. who I still love and want to be friends with, but we have different lives now. Mm-hmm. It's that, too much. It's so, you oh, have I just described it perfectly. It. And <laughs> oh. that's a feeling that's so nuanced. And I think, so I, I don't think I've seen it done quite this well before. I've mm-hmm. only played like, oh, the a beginning portion of Night in the Woods. So I'm like nowhere near again, the, the feels a clock, but like the parts that I played, like that was the feeling that stood out to me was like, oh my God, this could be my hometown. Like, uh, this is my weird aimless 20 something. And I'm not even an aimless 20 something. I have a good job and I live in New York city, but it's still like a feeling that's somehow like accessible to anyone who has like gone back to their hometown after going away. I mean, and- I think it also highlights, even if you don't go back to your own hometown, but, is more pronounced when you go back home is like feeling like you catch up with all your friends and you're like wow I feel like I'm being left behind and I don't know what I'm doing I feel like all of you have this path and like you're moving in like with your boyfriend and like you're getting this cool job and like what the fuck am I doing and like how May kind of will get down on herself and just kind of be like well I guess Mm -hmm. everyone's just going to abandon me. That's sad. Because also it's like a reminder that you get so nostalgic for the things your friends have and you don't have, even Mm -hmm. if those are things you would not choose for yourself. Yeah. You see them in that moment, they seem happy and you're like, maybe not know the fullness of the situation, but they're like, they seem happy and they have stuff I don't. Mm -hmm. So it becomes like extra painful and you're like, oh. Or it's just that they, they are, because they are still in that location, they are, continuing on with their lives together in a way that you can't increasingly mm-hmm. can no longer touch exactly so you come back and your band's still together but there's a new member yeah. in there and yeah people are are moving and it's yeah it, it it captures that feeling so well but in a way that just made it so hard mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking rough and then plus i think the nostalgia also for like going back to the hometown that is kind of shitty but then still being nostalgic for those aspects of it that were important to you like i remember that she finds uh an old parade float i think from just like a a silly little town parade and she it's all crumpled up in a closet somewhere and that 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 imagery of like that part of your childhood that isn't that great but that is still important to you and now it's just been kind of stuffed away and forgotten about and it's very <laughs> yeah so we'll continue to have feels <laughs> about that uh, as we play it more it's out on switch now so anyone with the switch and a bed where they keep their switch has no excuse <laughs> me i'm talking to me next question please this is from papa boner underscore papa as for the those of you who are listening audio papa p-a-p-a so it's a pun where i said papa boner what does As that mean? To, to get an erection. <sighs> but it's oh. like Papa, like my dad. Oh my God, so. I thought he was just doing a Papa John's joke. I'm so sorry. I always <laughs> That's so that. different. <laughs> That's so <laughs> different. I was being sarcastic when I asked oh. you to explain. Oh. But <laughs> Ashley's genuine surprise. Yeah, I, I actually I'm glad that we explained. before penises. I mean, we <laughs> all should. We all should. Yeah. What social stat would a per- persona protagonist level up in after hanging out with you? <gasps> okay. Uh, I'm going to throw this to either Ashley or Chelsea first to remind me what uh, the different like categories are. Oh, the, the categories are like yeah. guts and kindness um, and knowledge, proficiency, and uh, Ashley. Not, the fifth not, one, right? Not luck. No. Kindness is always when I had a hard time leveling up. Charm. Charm. I already know what mine would be, and it would be knowledge, Charm, because though. I would fucking toot-toot history fact. Toot-toot history fact. They'd be going on a ramen date or something, and I'd be like, did you know? <laughs> you sound wow. just like my Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good callback. Whoa. <laughs> Right, Jenna, what, what uh, <laughs> stat would people level up in after hanging out with you? Does it have to be one of those stats? No, I think you Just can be any stat. stat. Oh. Um, is callbacks a stat? Because I yeah. feel like mm. 
I just did that. I think we could fold that into charm. Like okay, that could be okay. that. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Charm. Callbacks. Your charm point. But they always callbacks. They would always apply random things where it's like, oh, you you did well at your flower organizing at the flower shop and making bouquets so kindness goes up i'm like what is that how is that kind well because it's delicate you talk to them about what they want it's a kind nice we're job. gonna have to wrap up this question so we can get to the news okay so, good Ashley, because I, don't, stat. I literally don't think you would get any i think you get negative stats after you hang out with me i get stats <laughs> i don't know man only <laughs> farts <laughs> I was gonna say proficiency in talking to sad people, but then I was like, no, that's that's, that's too fucking real. That's too real. I think charm because you are one of the funniest people that I know. We already used charm like twice in this Listen! conversation. Yeah. Well, that was not a very charming response to that. Did we yeah, exactly. That? I'm not Anger. charming. Okay. Did we use? Did we do yours, Chelsea? Hunger. No. <gasps> yeah, hunger. <laughs> yes. I was saying that for me, not for you, but it's hunger. We're all no, I was saying it for Ashley. <laughs> oh, okay, good, Hungry good, good. Human eating lady. That was a human eating lady. That was an NPC. Yeah. What if mine is right. competent woman? It's just competence. Whoa. There you go. I like that. All right, let's talk about some news. And again, if you want to tweet uh, to hashtag Polygon Show, some newlywed game questions, we'll be doing that for the Twitter after show in about ten minutes or so, because we're like at the end of the show. Ah, I'm good at keeping time. All right, news. Uh, there are a bunch of games coming to the Nintendo Switch. A bunch of indie games, including West of Loathing, Hyperlight Drifter. And others, <laughs> such as Just Shapes and Beats. Hell yeah! Just Shapes and Beats is great! Yeah, that looks really cool. I'd never oh, heard of that game that. before. I was very intrigued. Yeah. They, they've had it at PAX, I think, a few years running. Um, It's sort of... Uh, a, a very uh, I'm trying to describe it. There are large sonic attacks and you are a shape uh, and you're just kind of trying to avoid the parts of the screen that become dangerous hmm. um, and it gets increasingly complex and then the music kind of also gets increasingly like fast and electronic mm -hmm. and like it's very it's one of those games that like takes the music and transforms it into your stress and um, it's it's very good. They have like a, you know, mm. big TVs at PAX, and then there are always like fifty people crowded around. Uh, what are you? What are you guys most excited for? Uh, Chelsea, I am excited for West of Loathing, which I did buy on Steam and have not played yet, but everyone has said is really good because I played Kingdom of Loathing of Loathing years and years and years mm -hmm. ago when it was yeah. a browser game. That was yeah, so yeah. Um, and so everyone has said it's good. It seems like a perfect kind of Switch game. Mm -hmm. You know what's a perfect fucking Switch game is Hyperlight Drifter. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so beautiful. Also, I have to say this word out loud. I discovered I don't know how to say this game properly. Luminous, which I've been saying is Lumines for like 10 years. <laughs> Thank you for being Sorry. the first to say it because it, it's here in my show notes. And I just was like, mm, I'm going to skip right over that one. <laughs> and you're like, and others. Uh, how did I not get that it was Luminous? Because you read English and it's like Lumines. That's how it, it looks. But yeah. And, and apparently also my other friends called it that too. So I didn't realize it until you're in a, a localized, a localized uh, group of wrong people, a wrong people, <laughs> luminous, a really lovely music like puzzle game that hey. was on the PSP. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Gee. Oh, that's so cool. Jenna, what are you most excited for? Uh, my answer is regrettably the exact same because, yeah. because Luminous is getting really good buzz and I think it looks really nice. Uh, but I also played Kingdom of Loathing back in the day, and I'm looking forward to digging into West of Loathing and getting just that that really that really sweet nostalgia taste in my mouth. Mm. Mm, that sweet taste mm. <laughs> tastes like dust and sadness. Yes. What are you most excited for? Um, I did play Lightfall at a couple of Paxes. I was actually wanted to talk and about that. Yeah, yeah, it actually looks pretty different from what I played like a couple of years ago. It's it's kind of made like a lot of progress. Um. And it looks really great. It looks really promising, and Is I can't wait to play it. Out actually. for another console yet? PC maybe? Is it? God, I think I, on. Steam. I was trying to keep. Oh, it is on Steam. Yeah. I thought I was keeping an eye on that. Uh, oh, it's supposed to come out in April. So Lightfall is a very gorgeous platforming game. It's in that kind of uh, limbo esque silhouette style, but it looked a lot less sad uh, when I played mm. it. Um, and it has a lot of like cool. It was giving me like light. Ori in the Blind Forest meets mm. Limbo vibes. Yeah, that is a yeah. very apt yeah. comparison. Um, I only played the demo, but I really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how the final thing turns out. 
All right. Another thing that happened this week that we're going to briefly touch on is that PUBG came out on mobile finally. It's on iOS mm-hmm. and Android and, and Android. Android. Yeah. Um, and we're going to fold this into a topic of Fortnite, uh, which is also in beta on iOS and Android? Not Android. Not Android. Not Android. Just, Just iOS. iOS right now. Um, and we had a chance to play both of them a little bit. So PUBG on mobile right now is interesting in that it is full of many, many bots <laughs> to make you feel very, very good about your gameplay. Mm-hmm. And it is also the most stressful, one of the most stressful experiences that I have ever had. More Compar- stressful than PUBG How on PC. How is it more stressful than PUBG on PC? I think just the the fact that I do not enjoy uh, the way that it controls. Mm. Uh, I played on my iPhone 8, and um, it, it's t- it's the controls that you would expect from a game like this uh, that has been ported to mobile. So you have a sort of digital joystick that you manipulate, um, and you can pull it forward to sprint. You, you pull it in the direction you want to go, and, and further means faster, and etc. And then you turn the camera with your other finger, uh, and it felt very i felt like i could never be fast enough Mm. to see someone coming and like turn to shoot them so that was like a constant source of stress for me i spent my first match hiding in one room for about 20 minutes and uh just like listening to the footsteps running around (laughs) outside and being like i will get you if you come in that door i swear (laughs) to god i'm gonna get and nobody came in the door. They heard you and they were like, no. Whoa. No, thank you. <laughs> Not in there. It's my Netflix. Oh, Netflix is in there. <laughs> watch right now. I'll get distracted. Do you play this? Um, does it force you to play on portrait mode or can you switch to land? Uh, it has to be landscape. Yeah. It's, yeah. It has to be. Yeah. yeah. Portrait would be very weird. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I was first picturing portrait and I was like, that sounds oh, really this, fucking hard. It's yeah. this way. No. Okay. That's I'm so thinking good. about that. Horrible. Don't do that. I might like that better if it were possible. I mean, the... You could see less, though. I mean, it'd be much harder to, like, spin around. You would be working with less, like... You wouldn't have to turn as far. Your your thumb wouldn't have to stretch so far. Sorry, I'm just pondering. Chelsea, No, I have a Bluetooth controller, and I keep thinking, I should hook this up to my iPad, (laughs) because it's meant for, like, iPad games. And I was like, I I don't even know if there actually is controller support. And it feels, again, like cheating if you're just competing against a bunch of people (laughs) who are like... <laughs> and you, and you're with our fingers, and you're able to actually do some kind of dexterous stuff with the controller. But yeah, with their fingers, with their fingers, Stupid, weak primitive technology. <laughs> you played PUBG Mobile, right? A little bit, yeah. I I found it similarly just frustrating to control. Like it just didn't. I don't play a lot of shooter games on my phone mm-hmm. because I don't like how it feels and PUBG is really no exception to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also found that the oral feedback that you get from it is significantly degraded from how it is in the, the computer game. Because mm-hmm. in the computer game, you hear footsteps and you hear cars and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I can pretty much more or less tell what direction it's coming from. But I found in the game, I could hear noises, but I couldn't really tell. Was that a gunshot or a car? There are Ooh. footsteps, but I can't really tell. You, even with your headphones? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Even with my headphones. So I don't know if that was just the poor quality that I was receiving on my phone or if that's something that's in the base game, but yeah. that made it frustratingly it's more very difficult. Intense. And apparently, so I, I did not notice this when I played, but they do offer visual feedback for sounds, I think on yes. the mini map. And they do that in in Fortnite for mobile as well, but the sounds are way, it's way more obvious, like when there is a sound happening around you. And they do that for people who play phone games without headphones, um, which I, I think is super smart. But I, I went through a whole game of PUBG and I didn't even observe that that was a thing uh, and it would have been really useful. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't actually move from that one room again. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that that like going back to our original comparison, it does seem like Fortnite's visual language is a lot better than PUBG's, and it's I think that's a lot simpler. It's a lot simpler, and I think that also just has to do with Epic kind of knowing, mm-hmm. like having a, a team that can do this more and has been doing it more for a long time. So yeah, you know, I think that's a really good point. Like I, I said earlier, I don't want to compare the console and PC versions of Fortnite and PUBG, and I. I stand by that but i do think just based on the fact that everything has to become more simplified when it's on mobile i can compare those two and i can say that fortnite is 
way easier to play and I think it's a better adaptation of the original product if that makes sense yeah I think it I think the concept of Fortnite and the design transfers better to mobile. yes yeah yes especially when you, you have something <laughs> yes. like building tools and that still seems to transfer mm-hmm. yeah yeah and yeah. I'm, I was surprised that that worked yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was fun all right uh, I think we are going to skip emails for this week unfortunately because we are again at the end of the show so uh, we'll get back to those next week when Allegra is here and I will let you all know that oh my god PAX East is coming up so soon it's not next weekend but it's the weekend after that right so soon oh my gosh coming up so soon we're going to be doing our first live show at PAX East Allegra will be back with us no groaning our wonderful wonderful Allegra (laughs) and it's going to be super fun Uh, and that's on Saturday at 6pm so if you're going to PAX East come find us We'll be talking at you very loudly from mm-hmm. stage instead of from your from your Netflix or from your YouTube <laughs> or Twitters. Wishful thinking. It's the fourth time. No, that that's only my Netflix. <laughs> okay, uh, that you're you're kind of breaking the lore. No, the lore was that my Netflix was like, Ashley, do you want to watch a time? My lore was that I did VO work for Netflix before. <laughs> well, you didn't tell me about your lore. Now we have to rewrite I, the fanfic. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Take it back to the top of the show. Hello, welcome to the Polygon Show. Okay, thanks for listening to the Polygon Show. Uh, if you like the show, please find it on Apple Podcasts and give it a rating and a review. That's really cool. Like this this like, is how we rate like things. <laughs> It's exactly. This is a jazz hands. You on your way to Apple Podcasts. And then you writing a review. (laughs) It's very good to do. And tell a friend about the show, too, because that's how we get more people to listen to it and talk about it. We talk about how I just accidentally punched my microphone and it kind of hurt me. Tell your friends about it. And if you are watching us on Twitter or YouTube, uh, please give the channel a subscribe or a like or whatnot. That's really cool to do. All right, everyone. Nope. Emails. Emails can be sent to Polygon Show at Polygon.com and lightning round questions can be sent to uh, hashtag Polygon Show on Twitter. And we love everyone who sends us those wonderful, wonderful things. You make like 90% of the show. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can join us on Twitter for our newlywed game after show. We'll be playing that there for another 10 minutes or so. This has been the Polygon Show. 